everybody. Welcome to Dragon at the Movies. Hi, Bruno. Hey, Dragon. I can see you're still excited over the extremely cancelable conversation we just had. Yeah, thank God we didn't record any of that. we both be fucking in the I'm, gutter. I, I swear to God, at some point, the FBI is going to come to me and be like, look at all these conversations we have recorded <laughs> from you. And I'm going to be like, you know what? FBI, you got me. Yeah. Like, you, what, what, what do you need me to do? What, 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 what terrorist plot do you need me to make up? So we get, and then se seven of us come together, and only one of us happens to not be an FBI agent. <laughs> but then it turns out that what, that person was an FBI agent. They were just undercover with a different team. <laughs> okay, oh, all, right, all right. This, this is the problem. It's like we say jokes that make sense to us, and then everyone else is like, "What? Should I restart this?" <laughs> no, 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 no. This is perfect. Okay, all right, okay. Alberto. It's been a while. We haven't done this in a, in a while. Cause, it has because we we were traveling, so uh, we got a lot to talk about. This explains our last con or the conversation we've had for the last fifteen minutes that was not recorded <laughs> because we have just I had to get everything out. I just purged myself of yeah. everything. Thank God you 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 talked about that. Uh, so I was uh, Alberto. We were both traveling. I was up. Up in New Hampshire for a family get-together, which is very fun, but very cold. Mm -hmm. um, and wh what were you doing? Uh, well, me and my, my chick, mm -hmm. uh, we basically had a final vacation before we have to take vacations with a kid. Yep, I believe that's called, like, that's called a baby moon. You had a baby moon. A baby moon. I don't yep. know. To me, it's like, I'm still going to take my chick, like my chick, my, I'm still going to take my kid on vacation. Well, like, yeah. First off, my vacations are not like, let's go do some adult stuff. My vacations are literally like, oh, I'm just going to walk around yeah. and sightsee and then like fucking go on a hike. Yeah, no kidding. You know? So it, it's like, oh my goodness, how are you going to, you can't do vacations. If we talk about it, I can do the same shit. Literally, your, your vacations are very conducive to children. Yes, so it's because you've it's because you've been a dad at heart for the past like twenty years. <laughs> like the the only difference is I'm gonna have uh one of those things one of those backpacks that you put your kids in. Yep. I'm gonna yep. have one of those on me. So That's, you get some you get some wuka in while yeah, you're uh, some, <laughs> you can hike wuka. Extra fifteen twenty pounds. Yeah, exactly. I might even invite some friends to be like who who needs a workout and carry the boy. <laughs> With our friends, though, that'll definitely happen. We'll like, oh, yeah. if, I, if I can get Will to fucking do it, he <laughs> no. will, he's going to go with me. Not only is he going to do it, he's everyone then is going to be like, no, we got to get our Instagram video of us sweaty fucking carrying the baby. A thousand percent. A th we might have to wait until the baby can hold his head up, but we can do it. <laughs> I just can't wait for the Spartan race where the baby's strapped to your back. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyway, me and my, my chick mm -hmm. went to uh, Portland, not Portland, I'm sorry. Uh, Providence. Shit. Providence, yep. Rhode Island, mm -hmm. and we were there for a couple of days. There's like some place where you like look at mansions. We did that, and then like a cliff walk, or cliff cliff walk, mm -hmm. and then uh, basically from there we just drove to Lake George, mm -hmm. hung out there, went to a zoo, and then went to Lake George. Was on the beach for a while, and then what's well, beach? It's a, like a lake beach. Yeah, and then yeah. We yeah, did a, a couple beach. of things there, and then basically came back, and that was it. Sounds very it nice. It sounds really nice. relaxing. Yeah, basically did nothing. I mean, it's my kind of vacation. So, yeah. You know, I probably run more when I'm alone, but. You yeah, know, yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. That's okay. You, you, you're on vacation. I feel like I don't work out when I'm on vacation, which means I'm, I've been very bad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I am out of shape at this point. Mm -hmm. uh, but no, it looked, worry. it looked very fun. It looked like you and Caroline had a very relaxing time. Yes. Very happy for you. Yes. And then I'm going to have another relaxing time because then I get to have my paternity leave. <laughs> yeah. It's maternity? What's for the dudes? Paternity. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I get to do that. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't know how relaxing that one will be, but okay. You keep thinking that, bud. <laughs> well, what's, the, what's the baby do? You just fucking, like, tie tie the leash to the, to the <laughs> you know, in the bathroom, and then you just go out for a couple hours, I just right? can't. I just can't wait for you to, like, text me <laughs> at 4 a.m. be like, I've slept for one hour in total. <laughs> <laughs> Please help me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you'll yeah. be fine. You're very, you're, you're, uh, you're very used to not getting a lot of sleep. I'm sure you'll be okay. Yeah, that's fucking that's my life. Yeah, well, not your life anymore. Now that you're a house husband. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Guess I'm gonna miss that nice time where I got to sleep instead of just functioning on four to five hours of sleep every night. Yep, yep. Um, okay, should we should we get into this? Yeah, fuck it, let's do it. Okay, you have to ask me. I do. God, why do we have to do the same structure every single time? All right, Dragon. Let's start with a little segment we like to call Dragon on the Couch. Dragon? Okay. What did you watch on the couch? I have the couch l- this week? lots to talk about because we haven't recorded in a while. So um, mm-hmm. the first thing I'm going to do is round out my uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man series. Uh, so Spider-Man, um, mm-hmm. Spider-Man. Uh, so we watched the third one, Spider-Man 3. Um, mm-hmm. which came out in 2007. Uh, this is the, you know, third of the same Raimi Spider-Mans. I, um, it's available streaming on Peacock, by the way. Uh, this is my favorite out of the three, honestly. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay, go ahead. Andrew called it, too. Andrew was like, before we watch it, because I was like, I really don't want to watch another Spider-Man. And Andrew was like, you're going to like this one more than the others. And I was like, okay, I, fine. And he was, I think I know why, but go he ahead. He nailed it. It's just, it's just dumb, like, <laughs> monster Spider-Man. <laughs> I don't know. I, was, I, was I liked say, it. I, I think it's just filled with so much shit that yeah. they just threw at you that you were like, big things, lots of stuff happening, yay. Yeah, 100%. Rather than the rest of us who are like, what, why don't they develop any of these characters? I don't give two fucks about the characters. They had, they had Spider-Man, they have evil Spider-Man, kind of fun. He's like emo, jazzy yeah. Spider-Man. He's emo, he's like, oh, God, chicks. with the hair. Oh, I love his, mm-hmm. I like that his evil is just him with the emo hair. It's just very funny. Yeah, James Franco, for some reason, fucking crushing uh, Mary Jane Watson puss. Yeah. The uh, native- meanwhile, Toby Maguire is crushing uh, Gwen Stacy Pierce. Mm-hmm. Even though he's who, not. <laughs> I mean, here's a weird thing, Dragon. Yeah. So you have uh, Mary Jane Watson is yep. a redhead in the comics. Gwen Stacy is a blonde in the comics. Uh-huh. You get Bryce Dallas Howard, a natural redhead, yep. <laughs> to play the blonde. Yep. And yep. Kirsten Dunst, a natural blonde, to play yep. the redhead. Uh-huh. Yep. Very important. Makes sense. Extremely important. Makes sense. Um, Anyway, I thought it was fun. I liked, I liked, uh, uh, what's his name in it? Um, Tover Grace. I thought that was exciting. (laughs) Man, I mean, Jesus Christ. This movie was fucking bad. It wasn't. It was fun. It was better than the other ones. I I stand by that statement. (laughs) It's insane. It's insane. It's an insane thought. I stand by it. It It was bad. It was bad. Okay, moving on. <laughs> that's it. That's another. Yep. Okay. That's it. I liked it. it was, I liked it better than the other two. I mean, it just had way too many fucking people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. Did it the, had the guy. Did you not see the guy made of sand? Yeah, Sandman. Yeah, it was fun. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> did did the uh, what's it called? Um, or Venom? Did, did you the, not see Venom? Did the latest Spider-Man movie make more sense? It did. Yeah, actually, it did. <laughs> I don't know if it made more sense, but yeah. But it, it happened. It was like, yeah. it had the characters. Where yeah. not, not, you know what I mean? Like, you're like, oh, that's that character. Yeah, oh, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. It, I was like, nah. oh, yeah, yeah. That, and now I know where he's from. Oh, okay. Yes. I connected some dots I hadn't connected before. <laughs> that was exciting. <laughs> Are you going to finish your uh, Spider-Man deep dive and start watching The Amazing Spider-Man? No. Unless Andrew <laughs> makes me, but I don't think so. Okay. Uh, okay, so moving on. Uh, yes. We also watched a movie called Mad God which is on Shudder. Uh, do you know anything about this? 
Never heard of it. Okay. So it is a movie that the filmmaker, um, Phil Tippett, has been making for 30 years. It is a stop motion um, slash live action hybrid film, but a lot of stop motion, which is why it took 30 years to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's one of those things where I'm like, it's super impressive that this person spent 30 years making their passion project. I really liked the beginning. Um, It got, it lost me a little bit in there uh mm-hmm. which is fine you know i feel like when if something i feel like it maybe get away from him a little bit over 30 years of making it but uh i appreciate the effort <laughs> and i right. i think it's fun in terms of the like they're just the story behind it generally and it's only Are 83 you? minutes oh 83 minutes Very but impressive. the first half i really liked and the second half drags are you saying that maybe he should have spent another 30 years yeah. to fix up that second half? Yeah. Well, second half, right? So 15 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It, it, you know, it's not that, that's not that bad. I don't think that's too much to ask. Okay. Um, Simple. He began, by the way, um, Tippett is the guy, he worked on Jurassic Park, um, and he worked on RoboCop 2 as well. Uh, okay. He's like a big, apparently like a big um, uh, special effects guy. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, I, I think if you're into special effects, um, or if you're into like kind of weird mood movies, you might like this. If you're into stop motion, you might like it. Um, it, and it's basically, it kind of starts with this, like these little stop motion people, like it feels like they're going through like the seven circles of hell or something like that, even though Mm -hmm. it's not, but uh, I liked it. I think I thought it was interesting. I thought it dragged, but I'm glad I watched it. Um, so that is available on Shudder. Interesting. Um, next. Go ahead. He, I just got very excited because I saw that uh, Tippett, that's mm-hmm. his name, Tippett? Yep, Tippett. He, uh, he directed Starship Troopers 2, Heroes of the Federation. Oh, I didn't, uh, I didn't realize that. What's, in that. my opinion, the worst of the trilogy. Yeah, that checks out. And we know because I saw all three movies. Yeah, yeah, you did. You sure did. You sure did. <laughs> Look, work is work, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, anyway, next. Uh, so, you know my love for the Jackass movies. Yes. Uh, yes. I, I truly very, enjoy them. Very clear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's a new Netflix um, movie called Jackass 4.5. So it's basically like a lot of like the behind the scenes uh, stuff and the making of for the most recent Jackass movie. So you get yeah. to see a lot of like the, the stuff that wasn't included in the movie that was still really cool. And you get to like hear the guys kind of talk about making it and coming back after so many years and all that kind of stuff. I really liked it. Honestly, love Jackass. Highly recommend all of it. It's good. <laughs> okay, interesting. Yeah, it's it's like a continuation of it. I really, I really, okay. really enjoyed it, and it's fun to hear the guys talk about like, yeah, that like that stunt that we did um, haunts me to this day. <laughs> I feel like that's more. That would probably interesting me more than actually because I don't really care about the stunts. I think it's they're like, hey, everyone. I, th- I laugh every time. I re- I always I, laugh. I, I get it, but you know, like some of us have like you know elevated mindset. <laughs> I did just say Spider-Man 3 was my favorite of the three Raimi's. So. <laughs> no. <laughs> Grain of like, salt. I, I fully understand people being loving this stuff, but it's yeah. some, something about me where I just don't, it doesn't make me laugh. I, I don't, or it makes me laugh, but it's not like, I'll see like one or two and be like, oh, that's good. And, and then, then you I'm get like, it. Okay, You're like, done. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I understand. By, I understand. By the third stunt, I'm like, okay, I, I'm done. I think yeah. I'm done. I don't yeah. need any more. Don't you want to see somebody shit themselves though? Like, that's very funny. Yes, <laughs> yes that would be funny. I look, I would be hilariously funny. But then after like the th- after ten minutes of that, then I'm like, okay, the, you know, I gotta, okay, I'm gonna watch okay. something else. What if the person shits themselves and then the cameraman throws up? Okay, see that's number two, and now we got one more. We got one more before I'm just like, okay. Okay, what if it's Stevo getting a concussion? Right. <laughs> perfect, a- perfect, perfect, perfect. Okay, you got any more? Doing any a more, dumb treadmill thing. All right, uh, now I'm done. Okay. 
<laughs> it's like, all right, now I'm changing the channel. She's gotten born to me. Okay, but anyway, I highly recommend. I think they're great. I, I, <laughs> what can I tell you? I enjoy it. I like no, dumb I, shit, and this I, is dumb shit. <laughs> I know. I fully understand. I'm, I'm in the minority of this. Yeah. Okay. I think a lot of the Jackass stuff is not on Netflix, but this one is. Um, okay. okay. Next, we're cruising through this shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we what? went. We we went to the theater. Um, we Ooh. got to catch one in the theater, and we saw the Black Phone, which is a new Ethan Hawke uh, horror movie by Scott um, Derrickson. Um, Scott Derrickson did, uh, the first Doctor Strange movie. He did Uh Sinister. He did The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Um, uh. I enjoyed those movies, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one of the, the Poltergeist movie from 2015. One Mm -hmm. of the Hellraisers. Um, anyway. Uh, so he's, you know, a director guy, director, writer guy. (laughs) Director. Yeah. Uh, so The Black Phone is based on a short story, I believe, by, um, uh, Joe Hill, who's the son of um, Stephen King, who oh. I, I really like his stuff. I, I've generally enjoyed Joe, um, Joe Hill books. Um, and his uh, comic book, The Lock and Key, is really, really good. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, The Black Phone was fine. I feel like it's uh, it stars kids, which is like, eh, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's very, you know what it really felt like to me? It felt like a very good episode of Ghost, Goosebumps. You know what I mean? It, it okay. felt like that kind of like R.L. Stein kind of thing, yeah. which a lot of Joe Hill stuff like has that has that kind of bend to it, mm-hmm. um, which is I think it's great written. I think um, in movie form, I'm like, yeah, all right. You know, it's OK. It's okay. And maybe in movie form, it would, movie form, it would be better for like a 12 year old. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is I definitely like I mean, it's not for kids because it's like pretty gory, but like um, it has that kind of vibe to it. Like if you if you dial down the gore. And some of the more quote unquote adult themes, um, yeah. it, it it would it, I would be like, oh yeah, it's like a kids horror movie, okay. um, and it, it wasn't bad it, by any means, but it just like didn't wow me. You know what I mean? It had it had a couple of good little scenes though. Um, uh, I'll tell you what really confuses me. Yes, is when it says starring Ethan Hunt. Uh, Ethan, Ethan, Ethan Hawke. Hawk. Yeah, yeah. Ethan yeah. Hawke plays the big the big bad. He's the yeah, bad guy. Just that's just a weird. He does a good job. That's weird. I know, but it's just like, why are you in this? He just he just is. Like, I wonder Hulk if he, is... I wonder if he knows Scott Derrickson. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't sinister, so probably. Yeah. But it's just it's just weird. Like I would I wouldn't picture him as like the bad guy in a horror movie unless it's some type of really elevated horror. He uh, has that type of vibe. vibe yeah, but... he, he does a. I I would argue that he's actually really good, really good casting for it because he, he's playing like a, a kind of pedophile, mm-hmm. um, and he does a really good job of it. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> Uh, okay, anyway, uh, I just wanted to talk about it since it's out in so, theaters right so now. You thought it was okay, not great. I thought it was okay, not great. I would say it's, watch it when it comes out uh, streaming. Gotcha. Yeah. I was, I was literally going to ask you if I should go to the theater. To nah, see no, it. no, no. I would, I would say it's a streaming movie. Okay, um, okay. Uh, the next thing I'm going to talk about is we watched The uh, the Beatles Get Back, the um, uh, documentary series that cool. was uh, directed by Peter Jackson. And by directed by Peter Jackson, I mean put together from old footage from 1970 or 1969 that Peter Jackson mm-hmm. went through 60 hours of and, and cobbled into a very, very, very good <laughs> um, yes. uh, TV documentary. Did you watch this? No. no. Uh, um, I, I hate, I'm not a fan of the Beatles. It, really? Uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm just <laughs> waiting for your reaction to that. <laughs> I like it stopped dead in my tracks. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, like, okay, you said some stupid things on this, but come on. <laughs> well, then I started thinking about the music you like, and I was like, that's not true. You love the Beatles. 
<laughs> Literally everybody likes the Beatles, and I think the people who don't like the Beatles are kidding themselves. I think the people who don't like the Beatles are like the I'm too cool for this. Yeah. I'm too cool for school guys. I don't understand like, it. Why why are you not doing like just Yeah, just why enjoy are you it. insane? Just like <laughs> the, like good things. Like you don't have yes. to be difficult. Yeah, just just look you're 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 hurting yourself by just saying this yeah. thing. Um, this, uh, this documentary is like, it's like close uh, to, it's closing dragon? in on 10 hours or three episodes. Yeah, go. Dragon, um, I need to correct you for one major thing. Go. Okay. This is a rockumentary. By definition, <laughs> a rockumentary. That is true. It is by definition a rockumentary. Um, it's so fucking good. I, it's mm-hmm. delightful to watch the Beatles. Literally the premises, the Beatles came together to write an album and they had like 20 days to do it. It is so fucking good. <laughs> You just get to see them like tinker with songs and hear the beginnings of songs that you know and you've known your entire life. It's yeah, um, uh, amazing. And watching them work together is so interesting. And like they're just delightful like people generally. I was like, I, I love I love this so much. Like so much. Anyway, uh, highly recommend. Which album did they did get they back? Together this? Get back. Get back? Yeah. Ooh, ooh, it's on yeah. so and it's streaming on Disney Plus. It's That's legitimately like ten hours of just footage of the Beatles tinkering around. It's so fucking good. This is how stupid I am. Like it's that's the name of the show, and I was like, which yeah. album did they do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's okay. I forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking idiot. And it culminates. It culminates with their. Um, uh, actually, that's kind of a spoiler. I won't spoil it. Okay. <laughs> Even though it's a rockumentary, it's real this life. Is good. This is good because this is like the Beatles. Well, I I, I actually know what a communist one. Yeah, yeah, I know you do. They, look, they, it's, it's it's based on the album. Yeah. I know which one it, it's. Yes. It's, uh, it's gonna culminate then. But um, yeah, it's like that's actually a really good album, by the way. It's so fucking good. It's so good, and you get to hear the songs come together. It's so good, Berto. You have mm-hmm. to watch it. Do you have Disney Plus? I, I do. Yeah, you have to watch I, this. I, okay. You'll love All it. Right. You'll love it. Okay, what if, but what if what if I watch this and then it makes me hate the Beatles? You're it, literally impossible. It's literally impossible. If you like the Beatles, <laughs> you by definition will like this documentary. It's just footage of the Beatles being the Beatles. <laughs> yes, and this, of course, is before they like started actually hating each other. Even though, I mean... You see a thing. little bit of it in there. You see a little bit. Here's the thing. I feel like when Lennon joined the Beatles, he was like, well, how can I get out of this? <laughs> okay, anyway. Not not like... Not, not Lennon. Like, no, I oh. would say George is more like that. George is like, you know what? This was a mistake. <laughs> no, no. I feel like George was like, okay, we can like, hey, this this will work together. But I feel like Lennon was always like... Oh, I want to do more than this. Well, it's day all, one. I feel not, like not like not like I want to get out of this, but kind of like there's more to life than just making uh, than it, just making pop songs. Than just making pop songs that are universally beloved. I mean, that's look. <laughs> just so you know, Berto, this has a nine out of ten on IMDb, a ninety-three percent mm-hmm. on Rotten Tomatoes, and a, I don't know ninety percent on Google. It, it's everyone likes it. It's universally loved. Okay. It's I, not I, long I, enough, honestly. I literally was like, J- Peter Jackson had sixty hours of footage, and he <laughs> only gave me ten. <laughs> Give me the rest, Peter Jackson. What you're saying is you want to see the Jackson cut. <laughs> to see the jackson cut where it's just literally a, like it's honestly probably like an empty like an empty theater where it's just george like smoking a cigarette and i'm like yes <laughs> i would like to watch this thank you <laughs> one thing i will say about it is i've never seen some i've never seen four people that that literally all they do is smoke cigarettes which is i really ballsy for singers okay smoke mm-hmm. cigarettes and eat toast with marmalade on it 
and drink tea and that is it no one drinks a fucking glass of water the entire time (laughs) let me me just say this um i if i'm not mistaken and i might be mistaken about this but because i once heard that uh smokers actually uh smokers singers actually like smoking because it uh it soothes the throat i don't think that's true i don't think that's true i think that's wrong (laughs) i i remember hearing it i might i feel like like this is a thing that 1950s doctors told singers to do (laughs) maybe now also you have to remember i may there's a very good chance that i uh heard that like the other way around (laughs) and then somehow in memory my brain just mixed around the words and went nope it's that it's it's the opposite of what's the truth a thousand percent i i that is the most likely thing anyway i highly 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 recommend the beatles get back it's so good um all right Uh, the last thing i'm going to talk about is uh did you know that friday this friday that just happened is was uh midsummer it's like when midsummer is celebrated in Germany. oh yeah 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 Yeah. um so i of course had to watch the director's cut of midsummer (laughs) Uh, so midsummer is on hulu but i believe the director's cut you have to have the blu-ray for it but i'm not 100 percent sure uh, the director's cut is an extra 30 minutes, which make, would make this three hours and 20 minutes dragging. Is it an extra 30 minutes? It didn't feel like three hours and 20 minutes. I mean, I, I look. This, I the, thought it was an extra like 10 movie, minutes. The regular movie is two hours and 50 minutes. Yeah. And it breezes by. And I've seen it like three times. And each yeah. time I'm like, man, I should watch this again. Yes. A hundred percent. I, this is, this is going to be, look, Midsummer is going to be one of those movies that I watch once to one to two times a year. Look, I'm 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 all in for that. So I love I it. Div- I love it so much, and I'm very excited for uh, what's his name, the director. He's gonna be his Ari next Aster, coming yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I know. I'm really pumped about it. I'm trying year. to I'm trying to keep my expectations low so I don't ruin it for myself. No, I'm gonna have it as high as possible. If it's not the greatest, if it's not number one movie yeah. of all time, then I'm gonna be disappointed. I, and okay. even then, I'm gonna be like, this is shit because it's only number one. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I let me t- let me tell you this about Midsummer. Um, it still is the best movie, and it's my favorite, and I love it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Florence Pugh is such a good fucking actress. She deserves all the Oscars. I, it, it's wild. Like watching her on just watching her on the phone in the beginning of the movie was just me being like she she's amazing. I I can't believe how good she is. I can't yeah, believe it. No, I agree. It's fucking. She is fucking phenomenal. Phenomenal. Um, and the movie is great, and I love it. Um, anyway, uh, that's it. I, I'm going to stop there. There were a couple other things I watched, but it's, it's You don't okay. want to talk about the controversies around Midsummer? No, I don't want to talk about There are, as far as I'm concerned, there are no controversies around Midsummer. I don't understand. I love it. This week, this week, I had to have a conversation with someone about this, and I was just like, the, your, the, the opinions that was stated were so fucking stupid. <laughs> no, that's not nice. I mean, listen, I, I, think, that, I think that people like to uh, read into things that don't need to be read into. And I think the, con- the controversy about Midsummer, like, you don't need to make it more controversial than it is. It's already a horror movie about... <laughs> like, I love how we're tiptoeing around it. Can we just say what, it, what, the, what the controversy is? Sure, go ahead. Oh, yeah. So, uh, I heard uh, some, uh, someone basically say, like, oh, it's a white supremacist um, uh, cult. In which case, both of us were like, what the fuck? I, th- and, I understand. Uh, frankly speaking, Literally. anyone who see, see, saw Midsummer would be like, what are, you, what are you talking about? Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, you don't need to make the cult worse. It's already bad. Yeah. <laughs> They're already killing people. You don't got to make yeah, it yeah. worse. And you don't have to make up things to make it worse. Yeah. Um, I, and it's not, it's just like, that's just, I understand the reading of it because there are, like, nordic runes in it and that it people automatically 
associate with Nazis, but that's not Nordic Rune's fault. That's Nazi's mm. fault. But anyway, I, I we don't need to talk about it. The Midsummer is so fucking good. Everybody should just watch it and decide yeah. for themselves. Look, I, I could go into an, an hour and a half. Which you are not, to, absolutely not going As to, to why fucking the Nazis were just so, just a bunch of fucking nerds. Yeah. But you know what? I, I won't. I won't. <laughs> the original just, shitty fucking nerds. Um. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just like, let's, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Okay. Anyway, Midsummer highly recommend. Everybody should watch it. It's so good. Um, okay, okay, Birdo, why don't you tell us about what you watched in a little segment later called Birdo on the Bed. Well, since you refuse to let me borrow the Midsummer, uh, what's it called? The, director's the, Cut. The director's Blu-ray. Cut. The, yeah. the Criterion Collection or whatever it is, the Director's Cut, it comes in this beautiful package too. Like the the, the um, box art is amazing. It's gorgeous, mm. which is oh. why you can't have it. <laughs> also, can, can I borrow a Blu-ray player? Because I don't have one. <laughs> All right, I'll get started. Okay, so, go. Uh, I'm going to start with a little movie dragon oh. called The Right, uh, uh-huh. spelled R-I-T-E. Yes. Um, this is, came out in 2011. It is starring your boy, Anthony Hopkins, mm-hmm. and actually a bunch of other people who, like, you kind of like, oh, yeah, it's that person. Yeah. It's that person. Yeah. Most notably, um, it's the girlfriend from, uh, God damn it, that Brazilian movie that I forced you to watch. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> Uh, my brain is yep just, I got you I will think of it in like two seconds yeah so we'll, it, we'll get there she's in it and it was like it, it, she's not like see, I mean she's she's okay she's okay mm-hmm. let's just mm-hmm. say she's an okay actress I won't shit on anyone for it but she, city of she's god okay. city of yes god. thank yep. you dragon yeah now uh this movie it's okay mm-hmm. it's all right it's basically uh this one dude is starting to be a priest and uh, right before he's about to quit, because, you know, before he graduates, he, he's like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to do it. Yep. And then he's like, you know what? Uh, he decides he's going to quit. In which case, one of the fathers is like, hey, uh, I want you to go to to uh, the Vatican mm-hmm. and just take a two-week course, course about uh, exorcisms. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's it. So he goes there, and he's very skeptical about exorcisms. Mm-hmm. And he gets teamed up with Anthony Hopkins, who's like an, a, a father who's been doing it for a long-ass time. Yep. And, uh, I mean, you know, hilarity ensues. Let's just say that. <laughs> I, uh, uh, I love that. Is it, is it a remake? There's a movie called The Right from 1969 starring Igmar Bergman. I don't know. I don't, honestly, I don't know. Uh, it was okay. It was all yeah. right. It was like... I think I've seen I, it. I, I was I, hoping for more like, like horror horror, like more exorcism horror. But, yeah. you know, it was all right. I'm all not right. going to shit on it. Fair enough. Um... And Anthony Hopkins is just like, I feel like that guy could just wake up and just act anything and it would be amazing. I don't think he's acting. I think that just like is kind of how he is. <laughs> <laughs> he just talks normally. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Next. So I watched a little movie, Dragon, called The Seventh, not The Seventh, Son. Seventh Son. Okay. Seventh Son. Got it. Now, I'm going to list you the name of actors on this, okay? We have oh, wait. Did Jeff- you say where The Right is streaming? Uh, oh, it's on Netflix. Thank you. Okay. Dragon. This movie has Jeff Bridges, it has Julianne Moore, it has Alicia Vikander, that's the uh, chick from um, Ex Machina, mm-hmm. it has Kit Harrington. it has uh, some dude named Ben Bars, that's when, this is, now the, now the list starts going down, but it's still, it has those four actors. Okay. okay, yep. Major actors. Sure. I've never fucking heard of this movie. Me either, I have no idea what it's, I've got, it is, I got nothing for you. It is a fantasy movie where uh, Jeff Bridges is like fighting a witch played by Julianne Moore. Okay. And, Jeff and basically Bridges he is fighting a witch. Okay. Played by Julianne Moore. Played by Julianne Moore. And 
like it has the 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 one thing I hate about these movies, which is like I don't understand anyone's powers because it seems like Julianne Moore is like super powerful, and then Jeff Bridges, is, as they described, he has the strength of seven men, and he's also like a kind of he has wizard spells. Okay, but beyond that, I don't know why he's he can defeat this fucking witch. Okay, but yeah, it's, this is the problem with the movie. It's like it's trying to have fun. But it can't because the two leads are just, they have no chemistry. Mm. Ben Barnes and uh, Alicia Vikander, they have zero chemistry. They're supposed to be this, like, they're supposed to be in love. And Mm. they're like from, they're like a Romeo and Juliet type of love. And it's just like every time they go on screen. So they're 14. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Every time they're on screen, it's like the most wooden thing I've ever seen in my life. Like they hate each other. And Jeff Bridges and Julianne Moore have more chemistry, but, you know, supposedly in the movie they, they had Chris Pius earlier. Uh-huh. But it just, it just, it's, it was, it would have been fun. Apparently it's based on a book. Okay. Uh, one of those, like, like, you know, kids, you know, teenagers love reading oh, books. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Like a young and, adult novel. Yeah, that's it. And yeah. uh, I don't know. I don't know what, I don't, I can't, I can't talk about the books or anything. I can only talk about this movie and it was not, not, not enjoyable. I feel like I feel like it's hard it had, to do. I think like it's hard to do fantasy well. Look, it it had it had moments where I was like, oh, that's interesting. This is fun. This mm. is interesting. Okay, but then it's like had long moments where I'm just like, I'm I'm zoning out right now. <laughs> so, but yes, you're right. It's hard to do it, especially with only an hour and forty minutes, because yeah. you you got to create a world and then tell a story. And most of the time, people don't have the skill to create a world and tell a story in in ninety minutes. Yeah, agreed. So, yeah, it's it's a difficult thing to do, but when it's done well, man, when when fantasy or sci-fi is done well, it's like the best type of movies. I agree with you. But I, lo- when I it's love done me poorly, a sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah. When it's done poorly, it's just done poorly. Yeah, like like um like uh Rampage, really really good sci-fi. Just amazing sci-fi. <laughs> yes, Rampage, really good sci-fi. <laughs> oh, I'm so funny. Okay. <laughs> Okay, Bruno, what else? We, we both did enjoy that movie, by the way. I loved it. I thought it was so fun. <laughs> Listen, yeah, but that's because you love you can, big monsters. You can drag the big monsters out of my cold, dead fucking hands. Okay? <laughs> but then there's All also right. really good ones like Annihilation, which is a really, really great sci-fi fantasy movie. Yeah. Keep going. No, you're right. Uh, okay, so next, we're going to talk about a little movie, Dragon. It's called Red... Uh, sorry. It's called Blood Red Sky. It's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. This movie... Um, so it's... How do I put it? It's basically um, a vampire is on an airplane while hostages are being taken over. But it's like a good guy vampire. Cause she's so like Con Air? The Con, imagine Con Air, but vampires. Okay. Uh, no, Con I, Air I, with a vampire. Imagine Con Air, but Nicolas Cage is a vampire. Got it. I mean, the problem <laughs> is that he's got, he's got control over his vampire, kind of. But when he bites someone, someone else, they become a bad guy vampire. Oh. Okay? Okay. And also there's a kid involved and, nah. you know, there's other things going on. It, you lost me at kid was, involved. <laughs> look, it's, 90, it's two hours long. Had this been 90 minutes, I think I would have enjoyed it more. Uh-huh. But because it's, not, because it's two hours, like, I, I, it's just like, it just keeps going and it keeps yeah. going and keeps yeah. going. And there was a point where my chick paused it and I was like, wait a minute. I thought the, uh, I was going to be like, oh, let's just finish it. And then I realized, like, wait, there's an hour left in this movie? I was expecting the third act. I, th- I thought we were in the third act. That's rough. So, That's yeah. always rough when you realize that. 
Yeah, but the weird thing is, like, you know what? It wasn't terrible. Like, IMDb has a, as a 6 out of 10. I'd give it, like, a 5 out of 10. Mm. So, you know, it's not a waste of time, but also, like, you know, man, I, I just, I was hoping, when, when the premise became revealed, it was, I was hoping for more. Yeah. Because up until that point, there was a point where, like, something happens, and I was like, oh, my God, like, I didn't see that coming. And then that's when it's revealed vampires. And then, like, after that, it was like, oh, man, I was kind of hoping for something more than just what we got. Mm. Shame. Uh, yeah. All right. I'll finish it off with one more. Okay. Okay. And that is a little movie dragon. Uh, I watched because it was on your boy Joe Bob. Yeah, Joe Bob. And that is Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Mm. Now, how do I describe this movie? I believe I can use the term boring. <laughs> um, and he was explaining why, like, it's famous, and most of the reason why it's famous is because it was controversial. And the reason why it was controversial was because. Um, Basically, they gave it like an uh, uh, an X rating, and not even for the gore, because it's not it's not really gory. No, yeah. It's mostly just because like, like it's just like, hey, here's a serial killer, but he's just hanging out talking to people. Yeah, yeah. You and, get you get a young Michael Rooker though, so that's fun. Yes, that is true, and it's very naturalistic. So, and yeah. the way it's filmed, it seems like a documentary. Yeah. So, it, like, I understand why people would be like, uh, this is like the worst depiction, not the worst as in like. Like, like, oh, it's terribly done, as in, but I mean, like, it's the, uh, what do you call it? Like, it's a, it's a scary, it's a scary portrayal of a serial killer. Yeah. Because it's very, like, this is a wolf in sheep's clothing, and it kind of freaks you out more. Mm -hmm. But honestly, I was just like, man, it's kind of boring. <laughs> and, yeah, Joe Bob in there, like, chiming in. Joe Bob was, the, the stuff Joe Bob was talking about was more interesting, because yeah. he was going into, like, the controvert, not the controvert, but the, like, the reason why it was banned, and all the extra stuff on that. Mm -hmm. And why it became famous and everything. But ultimately, I was just like, eh, this movie's whatever. Don't really I, care. I remember liking it, but I don't think I've seen it for quite a while. It's definitely a mood film. Yeah. And I wasn't in the mood for a mood film. I was <laughs> in the mood for uh, watching a serial killer kill people. Yeah, that's fair. In that's a fun fair. way. Yeah, yeah. It is yeah. not. I, I, re I remember it not being that. By the way, he's playing Henry Lee Lucas, who is famous for claiming to have killed over 400 people. and With no evidence at all. No evidence. And the cops just kept, like, making him sign, like, uh, what's it called? Um, well, he, the, the, fucker, the fucker kept being like, oh, if I say I killed somebody and, uh, and I buried them here, then I get a field trip out there and I get to, like, you know, get out of jail. And I, <laughs> and I get fun, like, everyone then is going to, I get a fun trip. Everyone talks about me. Yeah. Like, yeah, I get on the news. And then he just kept doing it over and over again until, like, it, he got, like, 400 names. Yeah. Like, confession. Well, it was also it was also a way for cops to clear their uh, their list of, like, murdered people yeah. that they haven't solved. Um, do you know how many they were able to pin on him? I think, like, two. <laughs> it's three confirmed murders. Yeah. And one, uh, wasn't one his mom? Or yes. did he just stabbed her? Uh, he stabbed her, but he, killed, he did kill her. Okay. Uh, but I think it was like some type of... So I, I forget exactly what it was. Mm -hmm. there, there, were, there was like some, some, some implications. Yeah. But it was so three confirmed kills, eight that are like, we think he did it, we just don't really have the evidence mm -hmm. that much, and that's it. So yeah. 11 killed. Yeah. So, so, Which is a lot. It's so, a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. Yes. But, but like, come on, man. How you get 400? Yeah. You get four... If you say... If you said... I'm, I think at one point he was actually saying he... 600? He had mm -hmm. 600 murders? If you're going to say 600 murders, you better be, like, at least 50. Okay? Here's the Here's the thing about people like him. Uh, they're liars. <laughs> they lie. You're it's telling like, me... Literally what they do. Hold on. You're telling me 
a serial killer. Yeah, not a good Can't guy. Can't be trusted. No. <laughs> oh my god, I, I, amazing. Weird, I know. Weird concept. All right, All right. I'm gonna just, I'll touch on this real quick, but uh, I, cause just because the season isn't over yet, because mm-hmm. uh, this this show is doing the thing where they release a new episode every week, mm-hmm. but I've been watching The Boys. Dragon, have you, do you watch The Boys? Yes, and I, I haven't started this next season yet, but I'm very excited to, so no spoilers. I, I, want you to, I want you to watch it, just because... Um, I love I love The Boys. Yeah, just because, like, uh, my, my brother, because I was going to do the same thing you did, and then my brother pointed something out, and he's like, yeah, it's hard to, like, it's it's a different digestion. Yeah. Because um, to, to watch it uh, all in one sitting than mm-hmm. to watch it once a week. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, he's kind of, he's got a point. Why was I, why was I waiting? And, like, watching it, <laughs> I basically caught up, and I, I just want to tell you, there's so many things I want to talk to you about. It is so <laughs> genius. There's so many things that I'm just like, this is... I love it so much. They have decided to go really like socially political on this one. Oh, interesting. Okay. But not not in like a, oh we're gonna the story's gonna be affected by it. But it's more like just they're just throwing out like terms, and I'm just like I, I fucking love this so that's, much. That's very fun. But yeah, I won't I won't mention anything just because of that. In fact, let's not even put it on the thing. But okay. I, I I think you should watch it. Just so you know, okay. we are we are not saving the boys because we want to binge it. We are just saving it because we had other shows that we were watching. And well, we... now now you can put them to the side. Yeah. Well, no. Now we finished them. We we finished only murders in the building and. Uh, um, Atlanta and Hotlanta. Uh, um, uh, we're just watching something else that I forgot to talk about. Anyway, we finished a bunch of shows, so we'll, well, I'm sure we'll get to it soon. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. All right, Dragon. Uh, let's let's do it. Let's get okay. into this. Okay. okay. Yes. Uh, you got to pick this week. I did, and I was strong armed. <laughs> you were. I mean, I'm going to use air quotes here. Strong armed. Yeah. Uh, you were strong armed because you were like, I don't know what to pick. And then I was gave a suggestion, and I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna pick this one." You're like, "You know, what? I'm gonna steal your pick." Actually, I think I think I said, "I'm gonna pick this," and you said, "Well, I'm gonna pick this, and and we should watch it soon." And so either you do it or I do it. And I said, "Okay, I'll do it." <laughs> I basically was like, "You're either with me or you're against me, Dragon." Yeah, it was helpful though, because then I didn't, you know, it was a movie I was gonna watch anyway. So, okay, All you, right, want, so you want me to talk about it? Yes, Dragon. I would let, please tell us. Okay, so we we've collectively kind of picked um, the new the new movie RRR. Uh, so this is a 2022 movie, um, Indian movie that uh, comes in at a whopping three hours and seven minutes long. It is currently streaming on Netflix. It's directed by SS Rajamouli. It's starring oh god NT Rama Rao Jr., Ram Charan, Aliyah Bhatt, Olivia Morris, and some other people. Can I, let me just say this before you move on. Yes. I am so happy that you had to say all that because <laughs> I would have I would have obliterated those names and I, then just been like, what are you talking about? I got it wrong. Well, I'm assuming I did okay. I don't know. Um, and, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, okay, so RRR is basically a, a bromance movie um, about two revolutionaries that come together and become BFFs um, and they don't realize that they're actually working against each other in their goals but then you find out that their end goal is actually the same and hilarity ensues. I honestly, I don't know. I got, I can, <laughs> I can tell you what okay. happens, but summarizing it is very hard. This movie also has like a couple little like twists and, and things. It's like very like, it's got a sort of soap opera esque uh, storyline running throughout mm-hmm. um, because of like the, the uh, interpersonal tensions that end up in there that you, the, the characters that you know about, but the characters don't very fun. Uh, okay, Berto, so let's get I, into I it. I just have one question. The yes. first question I'm going to ask you, number one, mm-hmm. three hours. Yeah. Personally, it breezed by for me. It really did. The only, the only thing that didn't breeze by is we had to have multiple bathroom breaks. 
which I don't normally have to have like more than one bathroom break oh, during we, a movie. Me and my chick, we paused it in the intermission because we had to go do something and then yeah. came back to it later. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that was that worked. That yeah. helped out a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, so, we watched it all last night. Um, okay. we, we just had to pause it a couple of times. Now, here's my first. Okay, so I guess second question. Yes. Now. We have okay, not even a question. Let's talk about the introduction to the two characters, okay? <laughs> yes. Now, uh, before before I say this, I would highly recommend everyone fucking watch this movie. You should watch the movie, yeah. Because us describing it is not going to okay. It's it's it would be like it's it's like when we talk about the Fast and the Furious movies, where we're like, and then this cool thing happened, and then that cool thing happened, but we can't do justice no. what was put on the screen. Here, here is the here is the thing about this movie. I know that you're gonna balk at three hours and seven minutes. I know you're gonna balk because it's in like Hindi, um, and you have to read it. Right? There are subtitles. Yes, correct. Listen, just watch it. <laughs> I can't express how much everyone should watch this movie. <laughs> there are things about it too where I was like, "That's bad. Like that looks bad." But I'm like, "This is so fun. I can't. Yeah, that's it's so fucking fun." I think that this movie, in any other hands, would have just been. Utter, utter shit. Horrible. But because of the earnest that you see in the in the movie's making, you, I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. There is something so realistic about how much they want to portray this yeah. that it makes it great. Now, let's talk about the character introductions, okay? okay? Yes. Let's start with your boy, okay? <laughs> okay. Your, Dragon, it's going to be hard because you're going to have two thick boys. I right? know. I know. Two of your favorite thick boys Thick and shirtless. Well, do, um, okay, let's start with... Ra we're starting with Rama, right? With, yes, let's start yeah. with Rama. Uh, wait, which Rama? What do you mean, which Rama? So there's oh, Rama um, Raju and there's Beam. Do you want to start with Rama Raju or do you want to start with Beam? Isn't Rama... I'm sorry, I thought Rama Raju was the actor's name. No, that's the character's name. I thought Beh Beam, Behim was the character's name. Behim is, oh, Behim is sorry, from the I'm village. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, okay, okay. Behim is from the village. You know why? Because uh, um, uh, Rama... Is like okay, okay. No, I'm sorry. It's it is Raju. I was just thinking because the actor's name for Bahim is uh, Rama Rama oh, Rao Jr. Yeah, yeah. But I think okay. I think that Rama is like a common. I think I also think Rama is technically short for something. Yeah, I, I, and I, it was it was also mildly confusing because in the movie they call him Rama or Raju interchangeably. So I was like, I yeah yeah. yeah. It okay, took me okay. A I'm sorry. Bit, yeah. I was just a little confused. Okay, let's talk about Bahim. The problem. The good thing is that like they have distinct features. Face. They have distinct yeah, they features do. in their features. And one, let's say one is a. Is thicker than the other one and let's talk about the thicker one well, what do you mean by thick oh so rama his, his, we're, his okay we're a little puffier his yeah cheeks, we're talking we're talking about our our guy who's not chubby but his face is chubby we're talking well, about um, yeah he's got yeah. he's got a little he's got a little like i'm not gonna call it baby fat he's got he like does, happy he fat. has like a baby face like he's, a cute, but he's like, got like but it, but it's like when he smiles he just looks happier because he's such it. a sweet boy he, he looks like such a sweet boy okay anyway okay. keep going <laughs> okay so let's talk about him let's talk about his introduction number okay. one i'm gonna argue this is the greatest introduction to any character in any movie I've ever seen in my life. Sylvester Stallone wishes he had an introduction like this. <laughs> this man starts off, first off, he's by a, he's by a river. Yeah. Let, let's say he's by a, a pond of some sort. No. And he's kneeling down. He is in only, like, undies. Yeah. Although some type of, like, undies that they, that they would traditionally wear, I'm assuming. And he just stands up and then pours blood on the top of his head. The camera angle that introduces him is <laughs> fucking one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life. It basically starts one way and then turns upside down and then reveals that it was actually the pond water. Yeah. 
And then he stands up in this superhero pose yep. and basically pours blood on himself. And that's when it's revealed that he's hunting like a, I'm going to, some type of big cat, right? Some, well, okay. I mean, he's, no, he's trying to get a wolf. All right. He's yes. trying okay, to get okay. a wolf, but instead he ends up getting a tiger. He tries to get a wolf. And I guess the, the, what they're really doing, hold on one second. I'm like, what he's really doing. Can you hear me right now? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, no, it's just weird. Like, I mean. Okay, sorry. Okay, yeah, sorry. Some something weird was coming into my thing. It was distracting me. Okay, so I, like I was saying, he fucking is ca- he's capturing a wolf, and he just it, basically what they do is like let's set up people around, and I have to trap the wolf by luring him with my super fucking running speed. Yes. And then he just takes off running once the wolf starts chasing him. Yes. And it's like, th- uh, let me just say this: Tom Cruise is the number one runner in Hollywood, right? <laughs> sure. I'm gonna say this. Man Not anymore. <laughs> if if he, I'm gonna say these two should have a runoff, <laughs> where they both just sprint on camera, and then we all decide who's better. Because this guy's fucking running is he's, amazing. He's also he's, not a small guy. What no, a fast is, motherfucker! This is a thick, thick boy. I mean, this man hits the gyms, hits the fucking, he hits it all. He's fucking <laughs> doing his chest exercises. He's doing squats, everything. All right, he is a thick boy. But, but not not, like, not not the American thick boy where you also have to have zero percent fat no, on your body. No, 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 no. He looks like a healthy thick boy, which I, in my opinion, he looks much better. I he agree looks with really you. Really good. Looks he great. Looks, it looks yum yum. Give me some. That was my <laughs> thought when I saw it. All right. And he is sprinting, and then next thing you know, he sees these fucking like giant paw prints on the ground, and suddenly he realizes, holy shit, there's a fucking tiger around here. Mm-hmm. And that's when the tiger comes out. This man does a fucking dive spinning in the air to, to get out of the way of the tiger who then hits the wolf and then the tiger starts chasing him as the wolf runs away that's not even the end of the there, action scene there are multiple scenes where where beam uh baseball slides underneath an, an attacking tiger he, he does it multiple times this man fuck it's and then he they, they finally capture the tiger he has to literally hold the tiger up with his hands like fucking hercules and just stops <laughs> this so tiger good. from attacking him and then afterwards how do we know he's a sweet boy because he picks up the tiger's head because yep. he, he just puts the tiger to sleep he picks up the tiger head and he's like yes my brother thank you i'm gonna need you for help I'm i was sorry. really worried he was gonna kill the tiger and i was gonna be really bummed about it and then he didn't and i was like oh Beam, I love you. <laughs> it was, I'm going to argue that's the greatest introduction to a character I've ever seen in my life. Agreed. It was and, amazing. And the greatest introduction that pays off later in the movie. Yes. Oh my God. Does it, I was, okay, I was okay, 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 okay. so fucking excited when that paid off. I was like, holy shit, when this it, is yes. the best payoff of a thing. <laughs> when it pays off, I, I, uh, you know. Three hours problem. later when it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's actually an hour and a half later. But yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I freaked out. I freaked out when me that too. happened. Me too. Me too. I okay, died. I'm okay. so happy. Okay, Before go. we get there, let's get to the introduction of your other thick boy. Okay? <laughs> yes. Now, he is thick. He's yeah. definitely thick. But he's he handsome, has, too. He's very, he's, cl- he's very, he's very, um, uh, handsome. Classically yes. handsome. Yes. But he is, he is, he's a thick boy, but he is more like, uh, let's say Hollywood thick. Yes. So he has more of a six pack, but he's leaner. Mm-hmm. Whereas uh, Bahim is more like like a thick boy, like he's like the, he, I guess the best way I could put it is like Bahim is like the Hulk because in the movie they do he is pretty much as strong as a Hulk. Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> and as well he should be. <laughs> yes, I am not complaining about that at all in any way. By the way, <laughs> but um, uh, what's the other guy's name? I'm sorry. The, the Rama. Cop. Rama. Yeah, but Rama is like he he. 
he is he's a thick boy, but more so what he is is he just has this unstoppable will. Yes. All right. And his introduction is he is a police officer as they arrested someone and like there's a riot going on outside and one of the, someone throws a rock at the police chief and they go like, I want that man arrested. This man jumps into a crowd of I'm going to say hundreds of people. Oh, at least at and least like literally beats them back fighting every which way and it's not like he's being fucking a superhero where he's just fucking everyone up they are hitting him they are punching him they are dropping they're like hitting him with stones and they and people it's it's great because you literally see his character yeah. in that in yeah. that he is just like no he's he's more human but he you are not going to stop him whatsoever <laughs> he is like walking into this crowd pushing back 30 people. People are hanging onto his legs, dragging him out. They make a giant shark pile, and he begins to fight his way out. He so is good. Fucking, he is running. He is beating everyone up. Finally, he gets to the one guy and then takes him and drags him back, the, fighting the entire time. This is like a 20-minute fight sequence. It is, is so long. This mob scene is like probably truly legitimately 10 minutes long. Yes, and and it, it's not. It, it doesn't get boring, which is no. weird. Right? It, each time, because they keep doing new and new different things. Yeah. And then finally he brings the guy back in and then just fucking disperses the crowd by standing there in fucking like, I, that's right, bitch, I did that. Yep. Also, amazing introduction. <laughs> <laughs> and then the third action scene, Dragon, when the two characters meet. Mm-hmm. Could be the great. This that scene was the moment I paused. I paused <laughs> the movie and said, "I I can't watch this alone." I literally I was watching that and I was like, "I it I was like I don't know what their plan is. <laughs> one is on <laughs> okay. a motorcycle, one is on a horse, and I'm still sitting there like, what is their plan? And then I there's a rope. I don't get it. And let's, then they did it, and I was like, holy shit. Okay, let's set this up properly. They set so that plan up with hand signals only. What are you talking about? Let's let's talk about what the movie is about. And okay. the, the basically what the movie is is about, and then uh, we'll talk about them int- in- introducing each other. Wait, are you okay? saying my dragon at the movies was not enough to say what this movie is I mean, about? It's, it's, look, it's a three-hour movie. Granted, it it would be two hours if it was if you know if you took out the slow motion, but <laughs> still. <laughs> but how could you? But no, I would say that we need. If anything, we need more slow motion well, in this you, movie. Okay, okay. So first of all, before we talk about what this movie is actually about, can I just say I read a little bit of the Wikipedia because I you know don't know anything about this. I didn't know that this is historical fan fiction this is literally historical fan fiction did you oh, know that yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I, did I did not know that and i was like did that you... makes so much more sense it I, makes I so much that... more sense now I, I knew that because i also like did a little bit of research on this because i was like who, who are these people yeah. and, and why like, is this happening like and what's going but on? yes so they are playing two actual like um revolutionaries i'm gonna say rev- heroes of the revolution yeah even though they they were never around at the same time and there was like 30 years they, they basically i think one of them was around in like 1900 and the other one was around in like 1920 yeah and uh you know <laughs> india wasn't free for another 30 to 40 years yeah. and this movie takes place in 1920 i believe yeah correct uh, 1920 so basically yeah. the big bad in this movie as should be in every movie is england <laughs> we forget we forget how much the world hates England. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is just like, good. You know what? I'm so happy. It's not always the Americas. Thank yeah. you so much, guys. <laughs> we also got our independence from England, so let's not forget. Yeah. So fuck you guys. How's that sound? I <laughs> mean, a lot of, a lot of people uh, that were here before us would, uh, would say, meh, I don't know about that, but that's fine. Here's, here's the problem. Here's, here's, let me describe this movie to you, okay? Go. Imagine if uh, we made Tango and Cash, the movie, mm-hmm. okay? Now, Tango 
was actually George Washington. <laughs> and Cash was uh, Andrew Jackson. I don't think this checks out, but okay, keep going. Okay, and the bad guy, the he, the you know, the guy with the big maze, the big brat maze at the end. Yeah. That was uh, King George. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yep. That's that's what this movie basically is, <laughs> and they are. Not using guns and rifles, they are. George Washington is out there with a fucking, like, with his hands beating back the people. Yes. Okay? Sometimes a stick. <laughs> yeah, he uses a stick, too. But anyway, okay, okay, okay. Let's, let's talk about the actual plot of the movie. Okay. Okay, so, basically, this, this evil, evil British lady, uh, along and, with and her colonel husband or whatever rank uh, he is. Governor. This, governor husband. He's the, he's the governor of whatever Delhi? region India? Of, I don't know. I think it's Delhi. Okay. Whatever region of India they're in. Sure. Uh, so they go to a, basically like a small village. And she buys a girl against the will of uh, the girl's mother. She basically mm-hmm. throws some money at her and takes the girl. And the lady's like, wait, no, you can't buy my, my kid. And gets violently hit in the face with a, yes. with a stick. <laughs> and... Uh, and there, I also this comes back a couple times, but there's a scene in here where, basically, a um, the governor tells his uh, one of his like police officers or whatever, one of his soldiers, like, you don't waste a bullet on an Indian life. And I was like, that must have been a rallying cry, um, for like I don't because it comes up multiple times. It's like a, a horrible I, I thing that British people said. I maybe, but I really I just thought it was more of like a uh, what's it called, um, like something that's going to pay off at the end, which does pay off it at does the pay end. Off, it's such yeah. a great way, fucking but, way. But the reason the reason I thought that is I was like I, the, the the way they're hitting home on this, it makes me feel like it's a thing that was like is a known thing that British people said, and it's like oh, you know, what I, I just, mean, honestly, I took it as British is bad; they don't even see you as human. Yeah, I mean, and, the, uh, that's pretty clear. The and, and you know, it's just... <laughs> through, like, through history and also in this movie. <laughs> in life. Let's just say this. The, 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 the governor and his wife are cartoon villain bad in this movie. <laughs> Which I thought was great. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was great. It was great. It's like, we're not, we are so far from reality, it should not even be introduced. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure there was a British lady who did shit like this. It was horrible. It was like, make him bleed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I'm no, sure but I mean, happened. But I mean, as with, with modern eyes, when we watch this, we are like, this is like, uh, I wouldn't even say cartoon level bad. It's just like, not not bad. I mean, uh, cartoon level bad guys. This is like yeah, most... cartoon cartoonishly evil. She yeah. also like she's got like a great. I was like, first of all, her face doesn't belong in the twenties because <laughs> yes, because of plastic surgery. Because of all the plastic surgery she's clearly had, so like they really should have cast somebody else. But it does make her look like a cartoon. So yes. I think I think it actually works out. It works out really well. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. So basically, they take a girl. Oh, yeah. And then, um... Oh, yeah, okay, so, sorry, so the girl is stolen from this village, and it turns out that the, the village, uh, like, the people of the village have this thing where there's one protector, right? And if anybody from the village ever goes missing, he is tasked with bringing that person back no matter what. Yes, and that is Behim, your That thick is Behim, yeah. Behim, your thick boy with his tigers. Yes. Okay, and then so the British are told about this. The the governor is told about this. Yeah, and he basically he's says warned like, that that somebody that Behem, but they don't know it's Behem, is gonna come and try and steal this girl. Yeah, so they basically say like we need some we need the cops to go find them and arrest them. And they're like, there's no we have no information about this person whatsoever. No, everyone's like, how the fuck are we even supposed to do this? And that's when your boy, uh, fucking Rama, stands mm-hmm. up and says, I'll fucking do this. And then so basically it's. What it is is one character is trying to find the other one, mm-hmm. and um, the first thing he does is he he goes to some like revolutionary place and says something crazy, and then like someone comes up to him and is like, "Hey, 
you want to help? Hey, I can help you. And then uh, in this stuff happens, and then basically, let's see, we got to yada yada. Yeah, we, yeah. We are it's fine to yada yada. This. We, we have got a lot you're of getting, You're getting in the weeds. But yeah. Behem's, like, brother in arms is not super uh, helpful, except with the snake part. <laughs> yeah, that's later on, later on. Um, so, basically, Rama is like, meets Behem, they meet at a, at a fucking bridge, where, it, for some freak accident, a fucking, uh, a, what's it called, a train falls off, catches fire, and is now surrounding a little kid who's in the water on top of a boat. Yep. And they're, and you see Bahim being like, we have to help him. Does anyone have a, bo- a boat, a rope, anything? And then he like, <laughs> he looks up at the top of the bridge and you just see Rama up there with his hand up. And he tells him like, come around, come around. Bahim goes to grab his motorcycle. <laughs> gets Goes up to the top of the bridge where Rama is on a horse on the other side with a rope tied around his waist. And tells yep. him like, tie the rope around his waist. By the way, all this is said with no words, which I thought was amazing. It, it's all said with like hand signals that don't mean anything to anybody. Yeah, which is I thought was amazing. I thought they, so too. So they fucking go at each other in slow motion, of course. Yeah. They, they're coming at each other. And then they go off on opposite sides of the bridge. Yep. And they basically ditch their vehicles, swing underneath. One of them grabs the boy. Uh, Bahim grabs the little yep. kid. Rama uh, grabbed a flag, <laughs> dipped it in the water, and then they, they have this scene underneath the bridge where they exchange. So they, the little boy goes flying, the fucking flag goes flying. And again, slow-mo. This is in slow-mo, which looks amazing Let me just it looks this. so good <laughs> it's so well fucking done okay so go. they switch uh bahim grabs the fucking flag that's been soaked in water that's been soaked in water because there's giant flames everywhere he's about to go into the wall of flames but he wraps the fucking flag around himself uh rama grabs the kid and then tosses him to land where i assumed he fell 30 feet and broke his legs but <laughs> I, you know he was walking around fine and then as they swing back you see fucking bahim jump out of the flag and then they fucking do the predator handshake yeah. it, underneath the bridge swinging with the flag in the air and then they just kind of look at each other like yeah oh my god we did this and then you get this amazing fucking singing dancing sequence where they and it's so visually pleasing yeah and then you have a song go on that literally is telling you the entire fucking movie <laughs> Just, you know, it's basically it's basically saying something like the wind can a wind and a hurricane come together or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And will there would be bloodshed or something? It's it's like so amazing. And then they become BFFs. There, that meet cute is so fucking fun. And then their montage of becoming BFFs is like oh the God. cutest it's, thing in the world. It's the best thing ever. They are just fucking riding on a horse on a motorcycle. They're doing squats on each other. They are fucking just hanging Them? out. Okay. There, the scene where, okay, I, I believe it's Rama is doing like pull-ups on a tree, right? Yes. And then the next one is Bahim doing squats with Rama on his shoulders, which yes. also comes back later. Yes. It's so good. Oh my God. By the way, I, I just want to tell you, everyone, this is when the title screen comes on. <laughs> we are, I cannot express to you how amazing this movie, how much fun this fucking movie is. Yeah. And we are in the third action sequence of, like, ten. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We haven't even talked about the fucking... When they... When they... When basically uh, Rama teaches Bahim how to pick up chicks. Because yeah. <laughs> he really wants to crush the post of that white lady. Yeah, he's like, that white one lady. nice like, mm. white lady. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, apparently it's like, oh, she's nice because she said he's not he's not an animal. Stop hitting him. So he's like, oh, mm, nice. Let me get some. That's right. That's 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 the that's the bar that the British people have to pass <laughs> for the Indians to be like, oh, oh, look at that, such a such a great person. The British the British people are so like every British person is either a weenie. Like a complete fucking weenie, or like comically mm-hmm. evil, and there's very little in yeah. between, except for Jenny, who's the one no nice lady. And and every Indian person is either, no, they're all just fucking like super nice mm-hmm. or superheroes. There is no in between. Although for, I okay. will, I, I'll say this, but I Rama in the beginning, I was like, he is a traitor. Like, why is he doing this? I didn't get uh, it. Yeah, okay, I, I thought so too, but then they they fucking bring it back around and they save do. You. They do. They save it. Okay. 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 We can't talk about every single thing about this dragon. We have to break this up because, it again, three, we Because it's a three-hour movie. Yeah, three-hour movies and everything is amazing. Dragon, th- uh, tell me how much you love the dance sequence. I loved every dance. Okay. I loved I'm, their dance-off. You're talking about the dance-off. The, the dance-off, yes. I loved the dance-off so fucking much. Like the, okay, the first thing I did was I said, in what world are the, will these white people beat these brown people at a dance-off? There's no world where that's ever happened. It just no, simply is not, not possible. You, they you, are you, stuffy British people. They cannot dance. They have no rhythm. Well, they were, he was doing the cha-cha earlier and then the, making fun of the Indian guy for not knowing how to do the cha-cha. You don't need rhythm for that. That's just stepping. Or the tango. <laughs> The tango. What it's about the just, tango? I don't. I don't know how to do the tango. Then they bust. Look, they bust out in this fucking dance. This is a full-on <laughs> like um, Bollywood version, like dance sequence. Yes. And I will say this: these two fucking thick boy actors, holy shit, can they dance? I I was like, are they dancers? How how do these people this ripped up and they can dance and they move like like what is going on? They just carried this whole dance sequence the entire time. It must have been exhausting. It was amazing, and it's like the way it starts too with fucking oh my god! It just it just furthers the bromance, and then the again the dance sequence is amazing because you see them like like it's fucking them dancing. Yeah, it's them doing superhero moves except it's in real life. Yeah. It's, it's in real amazing. life, and it, it's it it is in dance. They're it's doing superhero dance. moves in real, and then they they the, all the all the ladies, all the white ladies are like, we like these guys better, and they yeah. dance with the guys. It's so good. And then the white people jump in and dance, and then they have a big dance off. And then what does a fucking good bromance do? He's like, oh man, my my bro, dragon, my bro, Bahim, he's trying to crush them. <laughs> yes, yes. All right, I gotta make sure he gets in there and he takes a dive so that his bro can win. What a good bro! Oh my god, that is what a bromance is. And I that's also and sweet later... sweet Bahim didn't didn't even know he didn't no. know that his bro he, did that for him. And yeah, exactly. And fucking, what does that white lady go do? She's like, hey, why don't you come over and good <laughs> That white is like, why don't you come to my place? You want to see my bedroom? Let me see. Oh, my goodness. You must do a lot of push-ups. Oh, my God. All right. All right. Like, move on to it. We have to move on to it. Because I feel like this movie is just like set pieces, action scenes. Set pieces, action scenes. And I am counting counting the dance sequence as an action scene. Yes. I I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh, One of the things that I really liked about this is that the white lady cannot speak Hindi and he cannot speak English. And there's no, no, it never show the twain talk to each other in a way that either understands. And that's so fun. It's so fun. what they do speak? They speak the language of (laughs) Gudush. Oh my God. All right. 
There's there's exactly zero sexual things in this movie. It is it is completely asexual. Oh yeah, yeah. This is f- family friendly, basically. Yeah. I mean, except for the hundreds of people who were murdered. But yeah, so, I was family gonna say, friendly. It's got a lot of blood in it for family friendly, but Ooh, there's no sex bad. for sure. Very bloody. Yeah. <laughs> um. So then we have we oh not then but you know another action scene is when they uh when when the final when they basically have to break into the palace to mm-hmm. rescue the girl this is at the halfway point of the movie i there which was a, which was insane to me because i was like they're doing the big set piece too early what's going on yes i agree which is this is when they reveal what the tigers were for which is that behem captured all these exotic animals to unleash it in the fucking crowd of the uh of palace. Called, the palace just to create a distraction so he could save the girl and again, Behem is a fucking monster. Behem is he literally is... also getting attacked by these animals. They are not yes. like trained animals. <laughs> yes. By the way, these are all CGI animals. So. <laughs> okay, let's let's stop right here just to say the CGI is not very good. I, I don't care. I, yeah, I didn't. I also didn't matter. care. I also didn't care. I'm just saying. I I feel like if the CGI, if someone was like, hey, don't you know what? I really love this movie. I'm gonna invest uh twenty more or whatever it is going to call thirty more million dollars to yeah. make this action sequence to make to, to fix up the cgi in this movie i would be like nah, yeah, nah not necessary no, Absolutely no i don't want it i don't that's just that i feel like it would lessen the movie yeah it might it might because it's already um, like fantastical right like you don't need those things to look realistic but also i feel like this is such like a pure image yeah that uh, like anyone else touching it would just ruin it yeah i agree with you Wait, are you saying that the English language remake you're not going to love? Oh, Jesus. Uh, starring, uh, well, I mean, who the fuck would you even get to star in this movie? I truly have no idea. It would have yeah. to be Kumail. It would be Kumail Nanjiani, but he's not even Indian. Here's the thing. We would have to go back in time and hire uh, Schwarzenegger and Stallone in, like, the mid to early 80s. When, at the height of their fame. Yeah, but what are they going to do? Brownface? You can't have that. I mean, that's what you did back then, though. <laughs> that's, it's not bad. Uh, okay, you mean in the twenties, in the nineteen twenties, when no, this is in the yeah, no, I mean they would they would just play bat and black, they would play uh, brown face in the eighties. So no one cared. No one cared. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's true. So, okay. Um, okay, so that's an amazing action sequence, and that's when you finally see the the, the two guys realize that they are they are the BFFs. This bromance become it's it becomes fractured we we skipped over wait we skipped over the we can't we have to go back because okay okay. let's go back okay we we have to rewind just a little bit because before this big action set piece where that you think would be the finale but is only halfway through the movie where you get that great visual okay wait before i do this the great visual of behem coming out of this truck with all of the animals at the same time, like he is one of the animals. It is so good. It is honestly like a poster that I would have had on my wall as a kid. Yes, I agree. It like, looks as amazing. a kid that loved animals. It like it is the thing that I would. I like. I truly think I had like some kind of. It was a. It would have been a poster that was in a magazine that I had that you like meant to, that are you're meant to like, you know, unfold and put on your wall. Like that yes. is what this poster is. Okay. Anyway, and and it's by the way done in slow motion. Done of course. As I, it should be. All of the and good the, things are done in slow motion. As this is happening, as he's going to fucking rescue this girl, who comes out? Fucking his bro, Rama. Yeah. And what does he come out in Dragon? A flaming carriage. It's there's a so carriage good. that's uh, on fire. <laughs> moving towards him and that's where rama jumps out of these okay, men wait. are immune to everything wait I, we have to we have to go back because we didn't talk about the snake and that's a very pivotal part of this oh this which snake there's so many snakes no no, no the one the one that bites rama and then and then behem saves him okay 
Okay, so the reason we have to talk about this is, here's what happens, okay? So uh, Rama captures Fahim's brother-in-arms, right? His, like, co-conspirator in this Mm -hmm. this whole thing, okay? And and tortures him, okay? And that guy that's being tortured takes a snake, right? He captures the snake in his hands, even though he's tied up, and he makes the snake bite Rama, right? And it's fatal. It's a fatal bite. So Rama lets the guy go. Mm-hmm. Right. He he does the good thing where he unties him because he's like, I only have an hour to live. There's no reason that you should die here. Un- unties him, whatever. Starts coming out on a whim. Right. Or not on a whim. By happenstance. Bahim happens to be around where Rama is, where he had this guy. Rama comes out and he's dying. Right. He's got a yeah. fatal snake bite, Berto. Fatal. Mm-hmm. There's nothing fatal. anybody can do. There's no anti-venom. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bahim's spidey sense tingles. And he goes... Well- Kind of. I hear a drum. I think it's Rama. Yes. <laughs> okay. Because he hears the song. He hears the song that he they, they brought out and danced to earlier. He hears the song they brought out and danced to earlier. He hears the beat of it. He goes. He sees Rama. He goes, oh, my God. He's been bit by a snake. Immediately my names bro. the snake. <laughs> I was my like, how you know? There are many snakes, but okay. And here's the thing. Berto, the white people don't have an anti-venom, but guess who does? Behemoth. Fucking- Behem does. does. Not only does he give him the energy, he, he's like, I need charcoal, I need fucking something, I need like <laughs> this flower, and somehow knows, the people find it. He knows the uh, exact thing you need to counteract the venom, and he knows it because he's from the jungle. All right. Yes, he's from the bush. He's from the bush. So he saves Rama's life, and he brings him, and then he confesses to Rama, who is incapacitated and can hear him but cannot speak back. He confesses to Rama about why he's there and what he's doing. Yes. And then Rama realizes that he must defeat Bahim, who just saved his life. Poetic. Humberto, poetic. But what else does he do? What? Rama gives him his prayer rings. <gasps> yes, his Rama gives beads. him his prayer necklace, his, yes. his special prayer necklace. And they even tell him, hey, only bad it. things will come when you take that off. And he's like, he needs it more than I do. My bro, my bro needs it more than I do. Okay, and he gives it to him. That's how much and he loves Rama. That's, they are not just bros, Dragon. They are the broiest of bros. They are best bros. And now they have to fight each other. Yes. Okay, and this is this is the fucking tragedy of this movie now, the, and and lit, literally is the unstoppable force <laughs> coming up against the immovable object. It is. It literally, okay? literally, the is. power of power of strength versus the power of will, yes. and they are going at each other, and they are fucking fighting, and they are full on fucking fight. I mean, throwing each other at things. They're throwing fire and water at each other because there's a lot of like. Fire and water stuff. There's a lot of symbolism, yeah. And they are fucking fighting. They are, he puts them in a triangle. He fucking <laughs> swings them around. They are beating the shit out of each other. The whole time being like, you were my brother and this and that. And yeah. then finally, the only way they get him to stop is they threaten to uh, shoot the little girl. Yeah. And now Brahim is captured. And what does this do, Dragon? This puts us in intermission. We are only halfway done with this fucking music. <laughs> By the way... Just so you guys know, me and the dragon had to skip up a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, we skipped a shit ton of stuff. We had to skip a lot of things. Oh, my God. Okay, so then it becomes the second half where, yes, you're right. Fucking Rama is a bad guy. Like, he's a bad guy. He's a fucking traitor, right? He's been, he's kind of been a bad guy this whole time. He's been trying to capture this fucking guy yeah. who's, like, a traitor. He's, he's a traitor. He's yeah, a traitor. He's a traitor. He's and then what is it revealed? It's revealed that he comes from a fucking village who, that was m- massacred by the British. Yep. And it, well, the, the only reason they weren't massacred is because fucking Rama was able to, sh- to, to shoot and kill everyone. You find and out Rama a, is a, a perfect shot with a gun. 
Yes. Can't miss. That's, but basically, he's a, he's a perfect, perfect, like, fucking, whatever you call it, warrior specimen. Yes. yes. And then it's like, uh, basically, his, his, a lot of his village was almost wiped out. And the people who remained, he, he made a promise to them that he would make sure that they would get, that everyone would get a gun. Yes. A weapon to fight the British. His and whole storyline revolves around getting guns. Yes. Yes. He has been a, secretly been a cop and secretly being a, not just a cop dragon, a super cop. Mm-hmm. Just so he can get a special commission that allows him to uh, see where the weapons are going. And so he can, so then he can divert them and have them like shipped to his village. Right. So they would get guns. To fight. And you find out that he has been gone for four years on this mission from his village. Yes. yes. He has not even like, he's got a fucking, I don't know if it's his wife, but he uh, is. Fiance. Got, they specifically got, say fiance. Fiance. He's got puss to crush. But this man is like, no. He is so dedicated to his mission. Now is not the time to kadoosh. (laughs) Now is the time to get guns for my people. Yes. Okay? And now, what do they do? They make him fucking flog his bro, Dragon. Yep. That's how evil they are. And this is a full-on, like, Passion of the Christ (laughs) moment. It is a full flogging. Ripped flesh and all. And blood, and they're trying to make Bahim like kneel, and they are doing it in front of everyone so they can see the consequences. And then Bahim starts fucking singing and inspiring the crowd. And in a scene that should be really fucking cheesy, it is fucking amazing because the crowd, because of his strength, fucking begins to revolt. Yep. And that's when Rama is like, I've, I fucked up. Yep. I thought the secret was getting guns. And he's like, what it is, is getting people inspired. Yeah. Which Bahim did. So he's like, I have to save Bahim. I have to free him. And that's what he does. He basically, you know, he, uh, man, we can't go into it. But he, he comes yes. up with an elaborate plan to then free Bahim. He frees Bahim, but then Rama is captured. And Bahim is fucking on the run. Yeah. Um, and then fucking, uh, then becomes when Rama finds out that, uh, I'm sorry, where Bahim finds out that Rama was actually, like, trying to help. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh my god, I abandoned my bro, and I, well, because I thought he was there to hurt me. Yep. And then he's like, I gotta go and save my bro. Yep. All right. By the so, way, we are, again, it, we are skipping a lot. <laughs> we are we are skipping a lot. Uh, Bahim basically, uh, Rama helps Bahim escape, and then Bahim helps Rama escape. Yes. Yeah. And that's when we get what could be the greatest action sequence of all time. <laughs> <laughs> because this look, I'm gonna say this one. Because, again, we had that massive action scene with the animals. Yep. I thought, like, how are they going to top that? And yep. then I was like, oh, my goodness. And guess I what? I was wrong. Yep. They sure fucking do. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. Okay? They, okay, let's, let's just start with this. They, they send uh, Rama to a prison where they're like, we've been starving him for months. Yep. So he's been getting, like, a, a one meal a week just, so, just enough to survive. He must be, like, basically on the ground writhing in pain. When they show up, he's fucking doing pull-ups. He is doing <laughs> legit pull-ups. And then he's like, I on his chains, mm-hmm. on his chains that his hands are attached to from the ceiling, he's doing pull-ups. Answers the question, how is he so thick? Yeah. Because he does, he is like, look, bro, I do a hundred pull-ups a day. I don't care if I'm in jail. Yeah. I got to do my, I got to do my fucking pull-ups. And then they even break his legs. Well, I don't know if they break his legs, but they hurt his legs and then throw him in a, a, a little cell. By the way, that, that's actually a real thing where they would put people in uh, cells, but much smaller. Yeah. Uh, it was considered one of the worst tortures imaginable. Yeah. But anyway, you know, that, okay, look, we can't digress. I got so many fucking torture facts. Yeah, listen, can't, you can't. can't, you can't. 
<laughs> we can't digress on, on your favorite favorite thing, which is torture. <laughs> okay. We can't. We can't. We got to stick to this. And then they fucking uh, basically break his legs. And what does he do? He keeps doing his fucking pull-ups. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then they're like, We're you cannot break the will of this man. He is. He is. Uh, his will is unstoppable, Dragon. Okay, he is, as, as one of the characters says in the movie, which is, again, it should have been like, ugh, but yet when he said it, it was like, I love this. <laughs> he went, uh, they said, wow, I was so scared there. And then they looked at Rama and said, I'm more scared of him. Yes. And it was like, that's the cheesiest line I've ever heard. And I want more of it in this movie. Yes. <laughs> that was early on in the movie, too. Oh, yeah. That was like the very first, that was the first fucking scene. <laughs> so anyway, Brahim comes out to save him but, but dragon <laughs> Rama's legs are fucked up mm-hmm. all right okay. what does Bahim need to do dragon tell tell the audience what Bahim has to do in order to get Rama out of there <laughs> okay so in order to get to get Rama out of there because because his his knees are fucked up and he can't walk Bahim puts him on his shoulders, chicken fight style, like we saw earlier when he was doing the squats. Came back, Bruno. The fucking Chekhov's gun. Chekhov's <laughs> squats. All right? My favorite part of this was all I could think was he literally ratatouille him. <laughs> but not even like ratatouille, like in uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yeah. Whatever is it? Raccoonatouille? Raccoonie? Raccoonie? He raccoonied him. All right. And he is on top of his shoulders with two fucking rifles in his hands, shooting people as Behem is running and they are fucking fighting as one unit. It is one of the greatest moments I think I've ever experienced in my life when they are doing this. Berto, doing- they are such bros, such mesh together in love bros that they just can fight like that all right chicken are, fight style they in are a pool. so think chicken fight is but you know what they are fucking raccoonian all right i want to uh, apologize to uh, raccoons <laughs> and uh, people who support raccoons i went on a bit of a diatribe so um yeah so they are raccoonian fighting and just it's amazing and then what happens he pulls him out of the fucking prison and then go into the forest mm-hmm. to which somehow rama's knees are magically rehealed they're magically he, healed by Bahim's forest knowledge yes his 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 knowledge of the bush yes and then he that tracks for me him. i was like i get it this is okay <laughs> I was like, he's a fucking superhero. It doesn't matter. Like his knees, his knees broke. Of course, they'll be cured in like an, in a couple of minutes. Yeah. He then gets him a uh, bow and arrow and an outfit. Which, by the way, uh, the thing about that outfit is that's actually what the real uh, Rama is like known as. Ooh. Like when you when you look up pictures of him or like images of him, like stone whatever yeah. stuff yeah, of yeah. him, that's like that's kind of how he's shit. depicted. Yeah. Yeah, that's how he's depicted. Cool. Um, that's badass. Yeah, he comes out with a fucking bow and arrow, and that's when the special forces people come in, and these two guys are beating the fuck out of all these special forces people with this bow and arrow thing. It is, with the bow and arrow and Bahim having a fucking spear. Mm Mm-hmm. This scene is amazing, because again, there's so, there's so much fun in this fucking movie, and my favorite part dragon mm-hmm. my favorite part of this movie is probably when it just comes full circle and they just accept the insanity that they're in mm-hmm. and Bahim grabs a fucking motorcycle and starts swinging around I... and around 
<laughs> loved that part. I was like, yes, he is super, he is the strongest man in the world. And he is using a fucking motorcycle as like a baseball bat, essentially. It is great. They basically kill an entire, these two men. <laughs> Using a spear and a bow and arrow, kill an entire regiment of special forces guys with fucking rifles. Yeah, it is great. And then they're like, "Fuck it, let's go to the fucking palace and let's 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 kill the governor." Mm-hmm. And they do it, dragon. They go to that fucking palace. They fucking they light the fucking mo- a motorcycle on fire, throw <laughs> it at the fucking palace. The entire place blows up because it conveniently hits the TNT. Yep. In which case, the it governor... Hit, it hits the room that contains all of the TNT. Yeah. And to which case, the, uh, the the last person left alive is the governor. And then he looks up and sees his wife dead. And he's like, no, my dead family. You know, when they do that in movies. <laughs> yep. Um, and then what happens, Rangan? He fucking... He, the, he basically, like, gets caught with the bow and arrow from Rama. And mm-hmm. then Bahim is like, oh, look at this bullet. It's... Why don't you show him the value of a fucking of a fucking bullet? Yep. Give him back the bullet. That's the value of a of a of a bullet. Yes. And then he shoots him in the fucking heart. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's such a fucking callback to what should be the cheesiest thing I've ever seen in my life, <laughs> and yet this movie is so earnest that it pays it off. It pays off. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. It's so goddamn good. And Behem uses his superhero might to literally pick up like. I'm gonna say I'm gonna easily say like ten thousand fucking rifles, yeah, and drag them into the scene. <laughs> yeah, that also checks out. Behem is very strong, Bruno. Did you not see the motorcycle part? <laughs> <laughs> and that's when the movie. Basically, we get into the final segment of the movie, which is they, uh, they, 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 their bromance is reunited, and then they're like, "Yes, my people will get the guns, and we, you know, have to fight the British." And then they're like, "Yes, show me," and then they, you know, they just they they. That then do a final dance sequence where they're basically like, let's let's end the movie with a dance, yep, and then show famous uh, Indian people from from uh, that that fought against the British. Yeah, I, it seemed seemingly from like each state. It seemed like or each. I'm, I don't I, know. I, no, not even. I'm not even gonna pretend that I that I googled it enough. Apparently, there's a 30 minute like video out there uh-huh. on YouTube that explains like all the cultural like references and can put all these things in context and everything so oh. that we would understand and uh, yeah. i will watch that i yeah. just you know haven't, haven't done it yet yeah i i definitely when i was watching this i was like i am missing a lot of a uh, historical context that would make this yeah. <laughs> like yes. even better than it already Again, is it is basically george washington and andrew jackson came together to fight king george Love that, his- is what the, that is the context that we have love historical fan fiction okay george washington is Pretty much just like picking up tanks and throwing them at people. <laughs> All right, that is what's happening. But what what is our like native animal that would be? The, I guess like cougars and like pumas and moose are and the eagles. things that are like coming. Eagles. And eagles, yes, there would have to be mm-hmm. eagles. All right, that would be that in 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 American context. <laughs> yeah. All right, dragon. We have to keep. We have to finish this because we have gone way too long. Yeah. Talk about this movie. Yeah. All right, dragon. Final thoughts. Okay, um, my my only final thoughts are uh, this movie is amazing. It's very, very fun to watch. The action set pieces are great. Highly, highly recommend. I would definitely give it a Smashly. I loved it. Okay, thank you. All right, my final thoughts on this. Now, I have a couple. Just one. So number one is, I, again, I can't emphasize this enough. 
any if this movie was in anyone else's hands, it would be so cheesy, mm-hmm. so fucking stupid. Because even if you had a shot-for-shot remake, and someone else was doing it, like even an American fucking director, it would just be cheesy as shit. Oh yeah, it's so cheesy, so terrible, so bad. But it, because it's like something so like I keep using the word earnest, it feels so realistic. Like they they want to show it like this. Yeah, that it makes me fucking love it so much. Um, I think Ernest is the best is like a great way to describe it because it's like it's like when people go out to make a bad movie because they want to make a bad movie it's never good like it it, but this is like a great movie it's just like (laughs) you're comparing this movie to the room yeah but like the room in the in like the best way possible like the earnestness of the room but it's good. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Imagine if Tom- Tommy Lizo had any talent. <laughs> um, and and I, the one thing we did not talk about, well, two things. Number one is the music in this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay? The sound, the music, everything is amazing. And the one thing that we did not even talk about, which I think is the best quality of the film, is its visual style. Oh, yeah. It, like, we didn't even fucking talk about it. We didn't even touch on it. And yet, to me, it's the best part of the movie. The way the movie looks, the way it sets up characters and puts things into, like, the frame mm-hmm. is amazing. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fucking great. A dragon, 10 out of 10. 10 despite, out of 10. <laughs> despite not having any nudity whatsoever. Oh, yeah. There's no nudity. Is it? There's, like, really no nudity. I'm going to say, I'm going to say this movie is better because it doesn't have nudity. Because then we see the two thick boys in their thickness <laughs> without the distraction of nudity. I you're kind of not wrong it it is actually amazing now that I think about it that it's like this is the uh I, like this is like the most um what what is the word earnest isn't the right word it it like uh, sorry I'm trying to think of a, a yeah. uncorrupted like but uh, yes. uncorrupted look like pure pure that it's such a pure movie it's just like it's made to show the bromance between these two historical figures that never met in real life and, and they're I, both like not just good human beings they are both like the greatest of human beings that's ever existed it's the purity it's the, so nice it's the purity and earnestness that you get from fan fiction that you get from somebody who just loves something so much that they had to themselves take it and create something new out of it I feel like this movie is like the perfect 80s movie <laughs> where it's just like rah-rah American. Uh, this, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger isn't just this superhero killing machine, but he also loves his daughter and is a great dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that is this movie. <laughs> and, and, and so India is like 40 years behind us, yeah. which means in about 40 years, uh, people are going to make movies where I guess these two characters are bad guys. Because, I don't know, whatever whatever dumb shit they come up with. You yeah. know what I mean? Yep, yep, yep. 100%. I know exactly what you mean. But it's, it's Dragon, I fucking love this movie so much. It was, <laughs> it was so, so fun. I, listen, I'm so glad. Good. I'm very, very glad I watched it. I really, really enjoyed it. It's such a fun movie. Not only am I glad I watched this, I want to watch it again. <laughs> Let's do it again next week, Dragon. No, we are not doing it again next week. You have to choose <laughs> right. a different movie next week. Okay, all right. Okay, we have to move on. And again, we could easily do another hour and a half on this movie, but we just can't. We can't. We have to. Move we on. didn't even. We didn't even really talk about the love interest for Rama at all. We like we did no. not. We didn't touch upon his dad even. Like we did. Okay. No. Anyway, we had to stick. To, look, we had to stick to the bromance, the greatest bromance in his human history. To which my chick and I'm quoting her when I say this. Yeah. She said, "I finally understand." bromance <laughs> i mean it is literally pure it's such a sweet male friendship that is yeah. just like i feel like you just don't get that in like u.s movies no not at all yeah 
All right, all right. So let's talk about what we're going to watch next week. Dragon, okay. I get to pick. And for our hot action movie summer, I've decided to pick a movie that made $5 million in the box office because it bombed. <laughs> Perfect. So we were earlier talking about uh, sci-fi and action. Uh-huh. And I picked a movie that um, it's uh, 2002's Equilibrium. Okay. okay. Yep. This movie is starring Christian Bale, Sean Bean, Ty Diggs, Emma Watson, Dragon. I mean, we, we Emma? Heavy you mean Emily? I'm sorry, Emily Watson. Correct. I'm just trying to read too fast. Yeah. This movie has heavy hitters when it comes to acting, okay? Yep. Um, now, this comes in at a cool one hour, 47 minutes, mm-hmm. and it's on HBO Max right now. Mm-hmm. And it's directed by your boy, Kurt Wimmer. Now, I don't know who that is. Have you ever heard of this movie? No. Imagine if 1984, well, not 1984, what's the other one? Uh, Fahrenheit 451. Okay. If Fahrenheit 451 met The Matrix, <laughs> that is this movie. Okay. Now, I will say this. The last time I saw this movie, the first half, I was like, oof, this, this is really cheesy. And then the second half, I was like, oof, yeah, that really paid off. It was really good. Really? Yes. Okay. The first half, I was like, ooh, man, I don't remember this movie, this movie being that cheesy. And then the second half fucking i was like oh yeah this is fucking great great and i'm gonna say this this is a type of uh shoot 'em up action that you have never seen before okay all right fair. all right yeah all right dragon this is a very long episode why don't you go ahead and send us off oh, okay okay bye okay bye <laughs>